This is an explicit podcast. It is an unsafe space where we make jokes about anything, everything, and everyone. So I'm going to need you to assume every single trigger warning. That means if you're very religious or if you're very woke, this podcast is not recommended for you. Listen and discretion is advised. Hello, you beautiful fucks, and welcome and welcome to Comedy Podcast. Just fucking right, that's how we do. Bring it back one time for my crew. This shit'll make you laugh, it'll make you cry, it'll make you wonder why till you go cross eyed. Huh? Gonna feel it in your bones, huh? Gonna feel it in your homes. Gonna scratch that comedy, it's just a comedy podcast, bitch. With that, we'd like to welcome you to the Comedy Podcast. Enjoy the show. And hello, welcome to episode number 252 of the Comedy Podcast. Come and tell ya. On Wednesday, 15th December 2021. Oh, 2021's gonna end. Oh shit, 2022. What was the Wawasan 2022? Does anyone know what is Wawasan 2022? I can tell you exactly what it is. Malaysia tanpa chopstick. Pada tahun 2022, semua orang Cina akan diasimilisasi dengan orang Melayu. Orang Cina akan makan guna tangan dan basuh berak dengan keris. In fact, they're going to assimilate so much. They're going to get rid of all the Chinese things that they they like to do. For example, you know, all the nice malls, they, they will be converted into masjids, which is great. More masjids is a good thing. They are going to convert make Valley Mega Mall into a giant silat center where uh, they're going to train Chinese people how to use the curries to fight for uh, the Malaysian identity and in case China invades. Um, because so many Chinese people have touched dogs in their lifetime. Sunway Lagoon! Is going to be converted into a Mambaso Najis theme park. That's right. All the slides and swimming pools are going to be filled with mud. So that all the Chinese people can get in the pools and wash the dog Najis off their bodies. Now, I need to be clear about something. These are my original thoughts. I am not referencing any politician when I say these words, it's just that I have a feeling Ton Mahate might like what I'm saying. I think I should arrange a meeting and propose the Najis Washing Mud theme park and Silat Center for the proper use of curries and cleaning butts. Uh, Wawasan 2022, Malaysia Tanpa Chopsticks, should be his uh, campaign slogan if he wants to contest, all right? And he should, you know, he should he should start. He should, like, he should allow Chinese people or anyone who uses chopsticks to join his party, uh, Pejuang, 
If they can show proper anal to Curry's technique. That's right. Let's say he let's say he gets Lim Guan Eng to join his party, alright? Because Lim Guan Eng is a proper patriot. He's probably gonna assimilate. He's gonna ditch the chopsticks so fast. So Mahate could be like Tun Mahate could make a speech. He could be like Saya Saksikan Bahawa. Tuan Lim Guan Eng telah menunjuk tekniknya dalam pembasuhan dubo mengguna keris. Because at the end of the day, guys, I really think that uh, chopsticks need to be ditched uh, in in national interests. You know, chopsticks are an evil instrument of consumption. Big words. An evil instrument of consumption because once you put the pointy things together, you see the triangle of uh, Illuminati, Dajjal, Satan, Agenda, Yahudi. That's right. The Chinese are going to become the Malays. It's going to be great. They are going to be so good at being Malays. Alright, the Chinese just tend to be good at doing things. So they're going to be like so fucking Malay that they're going to be better at being Malay than the actual Malays. Just like what happened to Thailand. Alright, those are my thoughts on that issue. Uh, I hope you found it entertaining. Anyway, I'm going to move on to the next thing. I want to tell you something sad that happened to me, guys. Some personal life stuff, man. My brother uh, went overseas just yesterday. Oh no, it was, was it yesterday. Yeah, it was yesterday. Uh, as of recording, sent him off to KLIA, and you know my father's sort of a man, man. He doesn't like to cry, but my my my, my baby brother, he's exactly that. He's a baby, so he was trying not to cry on the way to the airport because he he really likes Malaysia. And then my dad was he was just being an interesting dude, trying to distract my boy you know so he was just giving advice all the way all the way to like do you have your laptop did you pack your passport and then after a while you know because it's a long drive to KLIA and my brother's just uh, getting sad and sad so after a while it, the, the advice the advice started getting more obscure I think my dad was just trying to fill the time so after a while he was just like did you shower did you clip your nails did you pack underwear? Did you bring your curries for butt washing? <laughs> uh, yeah, but I'm I'm surprised, guys. Some something like we all love baby brother, right? But it seemed to it seemed interesting for me to notice that when my brother finally passed the immigration, my dad didn't cry at all. You know, he was just saying, "You are a man now. Go and become uh, adult." Go and come home as a barrister. No, no need to be sad. So he left. Which is really strange to me because my, when my dad sent me off, um, he cried. I remember it. It's one of the things that's just etched into my memory. My dad crying as he sent me off to university. Uh, but he didn't cry when he sent my baby brother away. So that was uh, perplexing to me a little bit. That being said, uh, there is one key difference here. Uh, when my dad sent me to the UK, I was broke as fuck. Uh, I saved so much money because uh, I was constantly uh, terrified of getting hungry. All right, guys. 
I basically wore the same clothes for three years, and I only bought clothes. They were dirt fucking cheap, and I worked as a nightclub promoter to save somebody. Yeah, me, this little Asian fuck. I was a shitty club night, uh, club night, nightclub promoter. <laughs> nightclub promoter, too. I don't know why they kept paying me, but they did. Uh, so, yeah, I, I got sent with barely anybody, but little brother over there, uh, he got a fuck ton. A fuck ton of money. I, cou- I could have used that money if when I was a duty. I'm not saying, man. I deserve that much money, though. It's just that my dad didn't cry. But he's, he sent my baby brother away with tons of money. And um, I think the, the point I'm trying to make is he's showing different ways that you can love a child. All right. Uh, so for my baby brother, he showed love by sending him, giving him lots of money so he'll be comfortable. And in my case, he cried to show me that he loved me, right? And I think uh, when he was sending me away, he was probably like, um, "Oh shit, I didn't send, I didn't give him enough money. If I'm honest, never mind. Uh, maybe I'll distract him with some tears." <laughs> See you, Harit. I hope you make it. And then when he turned around, and he was like, "Ah, sucker! Now you'll know what it feels like to be a real starving Bangla." All right, now for some more personal stuff. Uh, I was away uh, Monday, Tuesday. Uh, just just a getaway with Taylor, just so I can just you know unwind, relax a little bit. Something interesting happened, all right. Uh, we went to Kuala Selangor, and in the particular restaurant that we went to, um, excuse me, I in that restaurant I used chopsticks. Now, Taylor is a person who who is terpaling the amili- assimilisasi. All right, she's fucking integrated. She's Malay as fuck. She's so Malay that her bra is made out of ketupat wrappers. Okay. She's so Malay that she watches she washes her she washes her vagina with uh, santan, coconut santan. She's so Malay that every time I watch a movie with her, she starts complaining about how all the actors are Jewish. And how the Jewish the apparently control Hollywood and so on. Yeah, yeah you know, you know lah, you know lah, you know this. Uh, so yeah, uh, I grabbed the chopsticks and then she, she looked at me and she said, "Harith, what are you doing?" And I said, I, "I'm, I'm gonna eat lunch, Taylor, with, with this these, these pair of chopsticks." And guys, she got so angry at me that she called Tun Mahate to rant about me and then complaining how I'm not Malay enough and then it became a whole national thing and she also took away my uh, butt wash curries so uh, it was a tough it was a tough getaway guys don't don't piss off your lady yeah especially if she's a diamilimili sasi don't use chopsticks anymore Alright guys, I just tried for a while to discuss you know the incident of the the bully the bullying case where yeah, you know the viral thing. I I I I was making a bunch of jokes, but then I decided to stop because you know bullying is a serious thing. And uh I didn't feel like I could add anything 
meaningful. I could make jokes in bad taste, in my opinion. But y- you know how the story goes, lah. Basically, there was a kid who was bullying a bunch of other kids with his internal organs. Uh, he kept smushing his tummy up against people's hands and feet, and it was just really mean. And uh, I made a bunch of jokes about it, and then I deleted it because I was like, that's not nice, Harith. So, yeah, I'm just going to move on from there, I think. Um, maybe I'll come back to another... Uh, I'll come back to this topic in another episode. Let's see how that goes. So, today's episode's going to be a quick one. Fucking neighbor, sorry. Uh, man, let me tell you about this neighbor, though. He's like the meanest fuck. Like, like he's, he's, he's this fuck... Oh, God. He's this fucking Tansri, all right? And he's he, every time he, he he doesn't know what a gate opening button thing is. He just goes in front of his house in his fucking Rolls Royce and he starts honking like a motherfucker till his maids uh, in his house probably panic every time. Oh, the boss sudah datang. Saya masa saya harus cepat nanti dia yang potong gaji aku atau potong tete aku. I don't fucking know. Anyway, um, he, this this fuck what he he had a giant dog once who fucking bit my cough until uh, I I had like four holes in there. I had to had to go to the hospital and everything. Motherfucker never even visited me. I had to recover for a month. And at the end of the month I got a basket of oranges. Man, that this is why we need Asimilisasi, alright? Um because if he was assimilated properly he would have not sent me oranges. Instead, he would have probably entered a mud bath with me um, to get rid of the dog nudges. Anyway, uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> so, the quick episode today, uh, we're going to do some listener questions. Uh, morning brown fuck. Oh, good, morning, good evening to ya. Morning brown fuck, rate my pickup line. Do you like fishing? Yes, no. Then let's hook up. Nice. I give it a five out of ten. Right? It's acceptable. But man, do pick up line. Pick up lines only work if you're hot as fuck. All right. If you're hot as fuck, you could go up to a girl and say staples, and and uh, she would be like, "What?" And then you could say, "I like staples. You look like the kind of girl who likes staples." And she'll be like, "What are you on about? Oh my god, are you high?" And then the guy could be like, I could be high if you had some staples. And she'd, she'd be like, um, uh, I don't have staples, sorry. And then the guy could be like, I have staples in my room. Would you like to see them? And then she'll be like, yeah, sure. And then they'd go and uh, hook up. That was what was the point of that? The point, yeah, that only works if you got abs or if you're six foot. All right. So don't don't uh, fuck. This is going downhill. Anyway, um, I asked my listeners, guys, can you send me pickup lines, Malaysian contacts? So I'm gonna read them to you now. So maybe you can uh, say since since you guys are uh, assimilisasing, uh, let let's learn some. All right. Uh, okay. So the first one I got was, why you haven't died yet? Ah, okay. You see. Uh, this pickup line is the example of a Chinese pickup line. Uh, wow, you haven't died yet. Uh, that <laughs> I've I've heard of people saying this, and uh, if we followed Wawasan twenty twenty two, this would not happen anymore. All right. So another another one. Hey, your boyfriend le? 
so that was another submission. Uh, uh, this is a terrible pickup line. I don't recommend it. Unless you're hot, then you can say anything like fucking staples, right? All right, next. Uh, you are the sambal of my life because you spice it all up. You see? I like that. A clean Malay pickup line. Solid 6 out of 10. Uh, though, have you tried mala? Uh, <laughs> you don't say to a girl, you are the mala of my life. You are spicy and you're a pain in the ass. All right, move on. Uh, oh, you see? Okay, next we have a classic Malay one, guys. This is the shit we need to be aiming for. Cinta saya pada awak ibarat harga petrol di Malaysia sentiasa naik. Oh, how sweet. I'm giving this one a 7 out of 10, guys. This is good. I like this. Uh, minus the COVID context, but let's not ruin the joke, Harith. All right, next one. Air saya rasa tawar sebab manisnya ada sama kamu. Hik hok, hik hok. <laughs> I give this an 8 out of 10. Because I like the hick hock hick hock. Is is this how Malays type ha 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 ha? Hick hock hick hock. Note that down, Chinese people. That's how <laughs> I hear saya rasa tawa. Sebab manis ya. Ada sama kamu. I like it. I like it. Um, This is the kind of line, if you're not six foot with abs, that you could like try on a woman. I like this. But after you say these words, you must nikah with her straight away. Okay, don't, don't. Don't fucking beat around the bush. We're all trying to be more Malay here. Immediately, lepas tu, eh, aku nak uh, nombor bapak kau. Aku nak nikah cepat. Just straight away. Cut to the chase. Alright, alright. Next one. Awak bagai bulan di pagar bintang. Oh. oh, this one came with a note. Dad has tried to use this after learning it in Form 4, Form 5. Lemau. Okay, this kind of line, awak bagai bulan di pagar bintang. Okay, line ini akan buat gadis-gadis dan sebagainya sangat basah. Okay, ini akan puncakan banjir di Kedah atau Pahang. Aku tak pasti. I'm not sure which state is the one that's always flooding. Is it Kedah? I think it's Kedah. Careful with this line is what I'm saying. Am I being sarcastic? I don't know, half sarcastic. Okay, the last one. Uh, nama you Nick eh? Oh, tak apa. Sebab muka you reminds me of Jannah. Alright, only the OG, the real Malays understand this, right? The real Muslims. Because apparently that there's an explanation here in brackets. Jannah, Nick, reference to heaven in Islam. Wow, so holy. I don't really understand it. So I need to do a better job at assimilating my Bengali ass. Maybe I should stick a curris in there. Alright, you beautiful fucks. That is the end of today's episode. Just going to plug in some podcast love at the end. Did you enjoy this short one? If you did and you would like to help me grow, the best way you can do that is to just share this episode with your friends. You can do that by taking a screenshot of this episode right here, uploading it to your Instagram story, and tagging me at the podcast comedy underscore while you are there. You can ask me any listener questions. Uh, I would love to tackle yours. Uh, they've been masturbation heavy lately, but... I'm thankful that the lot of you are coming down with that shit. I think uh, it's because Mahathir is doing a good job at um, Malayfying uh, Malaysia, basically. So, uh, fuck chopsticks, I guess. Um, and uh, I hope that we can all work together to make uh, Wawasan 2022 a reality. Eh? Malaysia tanpa... Chopstick, alright?
and then after that i think we can work on wawasan uh, 2023 wawasan uh, 2023 iaitu malaysia tanpa orang tua sibuk gila babi alright i'll speak to ya whenever bye bye and then after that i think we can work on wawasan uh, 2023 wawasan uh, 2023 iaitu Malaysia tanpa orang tua sibuk gila babi. Alright. I'll speak to you whenever. Bye-bye.